0: To Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. Hey, listen! Here we go!
1: Welcome to Fresh Take Electronic Enhancement, Joshua Adam, William Marlin with Talented Sexy Dangerous, the Deveneer. It's him, Devin Seal. Wesley. So, I did it, Devin. I am now the gamer reviewer for FTS, because I played the two big releases that came out this week. I played both Super Mario Odyssey and Uh Spider-Man 2, not completed uh, either game, but I have played A decent amount of time on uh on both games. And I gotta tell you, it is very unique to play two games simultaneously. Now, Spider-Man has now taken over and I decided I'll beat Spider-Man and then play Mario, but because for the podcast, I wanted to get a decent feel on uh both games for us to talk about. And uh Mm -hmm. it was it was definitely a unique feel to uh kind of it wasn't quite barbenheimer in any way, but uh very cool feel Which one do you want me to talk about first?
0: Uh I think we will talk longer about Spider-Man. So go let's Probably. talk about Wonder.
1: Man, this is I i text your brother about it. Uh okay. who's uh who said he's gonna wait to see if it goes on sale. And I didn't want to say, listen, man, this is Nintendo. Uh
0: years, years and years maybe.
1: Um but I think it at the worst case he'll wait till Christmas or something. Yeah. Um <clears throat> this is a spiritual successor. Yeah, Super Mario World never got a true "quote unquote" uh, sequel. It was Yoshi's Island that was the sequel. This is the spiritual sequel to Super Mario World.
0: Okay, so do you do you think there's like a natural progression from those from those it's games just, to it's another? Just,
1: you know, all the other two D games have been fun, right? The the two yeah. D games have always been great, but this feels like this is what the sequel for Super Mario World should have been. Mm. There's just and it's a mario game there's just so many ideas there's so many sweet twists and stuff did you did you watch the donkey review on it yeah of course so yeah the wonder flower within the first three levels you have the piranha plants singing to you and i was like right this is the greatest game ever i love this game (laughs) um and it just you know it the great thing about this game is you want to get the Wonder Flower. There was like one or two levels I went like, "Where is the Wonder Flower? I don't know where it is. I need to get the Wonder Flower because you want to see what the level is going to do with the Wonder Flower. Like it, mm-hmm. it encourages the gamer to search that out. And you know, levels do get progressively harder as you go on, obviously, but you feel left out if you're not getting that. And there's still such an easy joy and wonder, no pun intended, uh, to play in a Mario game. No matter how old you are, there's still something so awesome about Mario. I You don't need the storyline. Like, the storyline's okay. Bowser did something bad. He's taken over. Got to go to these castles. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's, but the different twists they can have and getting Elephant Mario or Bubble Mario or the other ones you can all you know, get, it's just, it's, it's, it's almost frustrating to me in some ways because you're seeing all this game of the year conversation right now. And this absolutely needs to be in game of the year conversation.
0: But you don't think it will be?
1: I I don't think it will be. Um, it may be, and like, I still got stuff to finish off. But from the games I played this year, this may be my favorite game I've played so far.
0: Mario, for a lot of people, and I guess specifically 2D Mario, really holds such a nostalgic... Thing for people i mean we're some of we're not the original gamers but we're probably the second generation of gamers right mm-hmm. um late 80s early 90s so mario had already been out for a few years but at this like so we are like it's basically I, i've always known about mario even if i never had if i didn't always have the opportunity to play mario and then i remember getting my first game boy i remember getting super mario world uh or i guess super mario brothers land super mario brother
1: uh um, i can't Game remember Boy, was land wasn't yeah, it
0: i can't remember but there's so many of them right but my first my first very very first introduction to gaming was 2d mario mm-hmm. um and then from there it grew to tetris and f-zero and other things like that mario kart on the super nintendo but in reality and I think the Nintendo, I think Nintendo company understands that they are essentially the gateway for millions of people every single year.
1: Right, like be Zelda, Mario, Pokemon.
0: You and you talked about a really interesting thing that I'm kind of experiencing in the game that I'm playing right now too, in terms of like things in terms of difficulty levels that stand out. Uh, in a, in a, almost like a negative way, depending on where you are in the story, right? Bosses that are too hard or in some cases too easy. And you know what? You, you, you know, like, that is a criticism you, we have never once heard in a Mario game. Ever. Nope. They are such masters, even though that Goomba on World 1-1 is probably the deadliest enemy of all gaming history in terms of kill count. You're not wrong. You, like they Nintendo does such a good job of hand-holding you throughout that game, making you feel empowered, eventually teaching you or opening up the curtains behind some of these advanced moves to get to different places and different collectibles and unlockables and, and flowers and power-ups. But it doesn't feel like that. And it's so interesting because there, it's, a, it's a franchise of game that does not really have a tutorial it doesn't have per se the little room with all the blocks where it shows your character. And it's like, you know, you have to move left to jump and right to jump and you have to hit a two times and B to slide. Like you play some of these games and you get all the controls at once, right? You have to know all these combinations, the trigger, plus the triangle the with that to with Spider-Man do right that. now
1: which we'll talk about. That's a big thing to Spider-Man.
0: And unless you're really into that particular series how do you remember all those things but with mm-hmm. mario it's so intuitive right uh apart from a couple of things let's like throw throw cappy for example or uh, double jump and ground pound like that's kind of all you need to know to get through a whole mario game and enjoy it as much as someone who can play bowser's big bean burrito
1: yeah, and and Mario isn't really ever about the boss battle. I think there was maybe one in Wonder, not Wonder, in Odyssey that pissed me off a, okay. little, a lot. And it was in the Bowser one. Um, and then this, um, so far, like, yeah, like you face, like, the, Mario, the, the Bowser kids, and it's the traditional, like, it's a little bit of a twist on stuff, obviously, with the Wonderflower and stuff like that, but Mario boss battles are kind of frustrating, but mostly fun at the end of the day. And again, I think you intrigue the player to kind of want to go search for secret rooms and all that kind of stuff. And it's encouraging that you get to play, you know, with different characters. This is the first time Daisy has been in a 2D game Mm -hmm. as well. And it's cool because if you have kids that you want to play with, they can play Yoshi or I think the other characters like Nisbet, not too familiar with him. Such Uh, a
0: great idea. I've only seen, and I mean, granted my... Me watching the game has only been really what they show in the review. So very few of the first, you know, they're just the first few levels, right? Yeah. But you even you even hit it on the head there. Like maybe there's a game that's done it before Mario, but why isn't that concept of having characters who are unkillable not a standard in any cooperative game?
1: Yeah.
0: Like you, we, why don't we have the idea of characters being for people learning how to play video games or other then characters that can face damage and make yourself more challenging if you want like that is so cool and it seems so simple
1: it does it really does um and i think the one thing too is like if you know if you picked up the two games this week you, know, you can pick up spider-man and you know for the most part you'll be able to play it but anybody can literally pick up wonder and have a good time now and there's challenging stuff there's this this level that's super hard and it has like kind of like you riding these buffaloes and then there's like acid coming up and you have to dodge a bunch of different things. And I must've played this level now like 50 times, but I haven't beat it yet. But it's interesting with those because it's like every single time you're like, okay, but I have to do this and I have to do this, but then I have to do this. And you're doing that during boss battles in some of these bigger games, but there's something so simplistic of remembering going back to some of those Mario games and the battleships or anything like that and just rethinking the strategy that you had to have for some of these levels that I I haven't quite had in the same way in other games. Yeah, again, you have it for boss battles and you figure out your strategy and the technique for the boss battles, but there's something Mm -hmm. in Mario games, there's this different level of strategic thinking with with the harder levels at times.
0: And to build on that, they do such a great job with the idea of frustration. Yeah. Um, Quick re Like they never have loading menus they never make you go through unnecessary checkpoints a lot of these levels take you what three minutes four minutes sometimes like yeah they have a i mean they have a timer in the in the top corner at least they used to like this is not necessary like to, to to come so close in some of these levels to die to face failure and then to go back to either a checkpoint the beginning of the level is not a waste of your time you are not losing hours of progress you're losing minutes of progress and in order to keep you from getting overly frustrated they don't let you stew on that feeling of failure because the game instantly loads you back up and you instantly have to get back into the action and suddenly you forget all about why you're angry in the first place because you got to face you got to get to that place that you had just died if not a little further the next time Absolutely. i'm 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 playing a game right now it's it's actually like a parody of metal gear, the original metal gear solid and it's so faithfully recreated and loving and has lots of great jokes that fans understand um but there's a few frustrating things in it so for example uh you 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 load up to a boss and it has one of those classic arcade screens, kind of like Mortal Kombat or something, where it's like your player face versus the boss's face, right? And it's like a big splash, like boom, like kind of like a movie or a TV show or something. Boom! But you can't skip it, and then you go straight into the boss battle, which you could die after one hit, and if you die after one hit and go back, you have to go through that unskippable panel again. And it's like, I already saw the panel. I really enjoyed it the first three or four times I saw it. But why why when I die am I just not reloaded back into the exact like, into the start of the boss battle? Like why do I have to go through all of these things? Like I, I was facing this thing earlier today. Uh so I was getting ready to go into a hovercraft, right? And I had to get gas for the hovercraft. And then the hovercraft had it, you get into the hovercraft and it's like, here are the controls. Okay, skip that. And then it had the panel. Here's the boss you're you're facing. Great. And then I die in the first hit. Well, I go all the way back to having to put gas into the hovercraft to go through the controls to see the panel of the boss to then face the boss. For me to die in five seconds, ten seconds sometimes, I have to go through two or three minutes of gameplay. That's not even gameplay. Two or three minutes of just bullshit to then play the boss for ten seconds. Yeah. That is something that Mario avoids at all costs. And I just, when I see some of these gaming tropes, I get really, really frustrated with like unskippable cutscenes or these weird checkpoints. That's like, why can't you just put a checkpoint of me being in the boat, for example? And I mean, just driving the boat. Why do I have to put my gas back in the boat? Uh, But here we are.
1: Yeah, it's real life scenarios.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess so
1: um yeah i in some ways i kind of feel like old school like this is the way gaming needs to be and then you do stuff in spider-man that i just did and i was like oh this is you know this is great but it's, sometimes it's almost like times it's like man i it, i can't believe we're at this level of gaming and stuff that i was able to do in fallen survivor or uh, that i'm doing in spider-man but then it's sometimes it's like man this is just so simple <laughs> it's it, i think it's a reason now why I will always for the rest of my life now. After, you know I took a long break from Nintendo for whatever reason. I don't know why. Like I didn't get. Uh, I, I didn't get a GameCube. Probably at that time I was a student. And I couldn't really afford it. Uh, but and I never went to a Wii. And then Wii U just had such negative reviews. Um, well, but it only the, lasted
0: for so long too. That was the sad part.
1: Yeah, um, but now having my Switch, I would say the Switch. I mean, taking out nostalgia out of it, I think the Switch is a top two, three favorite console I've ever had. I'd love my Switch. Just in the time I've had gaming with it, between Odyssey, between Animal Crossing, between Breath of the Wild, and, and even just doing a Wonder early right now. And I still have RPG coming out in a month from today. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nintendo did a really cool deal of, you can buy two and get one for cheaper price. So um, Wonder was 80 bucks, but if you paid $130 you get to have RPG for 50, right? So you spend a little bit hmm. more money, but then you get $30 off of another Mario game.
0: Which you're so, more than likely going to buy anyways. Like, I I can't think of a single person who bought one Mario game or Mario game. I don't know why we yeah. change accents all the time. One, like you've bought one Mario game for your whole life and that was it. You never bought another one ever, ever, yeah, ever. And I know again. I'm getting RPG. Yeah.
1: Like, I know yeah. I'm going to play RPG. So, um, so I was like, yeah, let's do that. And and just the, you know, I said this when I played Odyssey for the first time, I was like, my God, I missed out on all these years of not playing Mario. And I remember how important Mario was from Yoshi's Island to world and the original Mario brother games, how important they are to me as a gamer. And Odyssey, mm-hmm. I think that's why Odyssey will always now have a special spot in my heart. And now wonders coming up to that as well. And I talked to our buddy Adam and you know, obviously he's having problems with, um, his uh, PS and trying to get it fixed right now but the other cool thing for that for him is he's excited to play co-op with his wife and I think that's the one really cool thing now about these newer Mario games is the co-op ability that you get to have with your partner or your friends it's an entirely different level of experiencing Mario I mean my little niece it's how she started playing Mario right like she plays with her dad and she could be Yoshi or the uh, the Nesbit or whatever the other one is, but she loves Peach So she gets to play as Peach or Daisy, right? And both girls uh, get the be Peach and Daisy, which is huge because they're still in there, you know, and maybe always will be, but in their princess phase right now. So they love to see Daisy and Peach. And I think it's another whole level now for a bunch of generations after seeing the Mario movie come out this year. I do think, um, I mean, it wouldn't have mattered when it came out, but I do think Nintendo could have struck with the Iron Is Hot if this came out in the summertime as well. And really could have doubled down with Wonder and the, right. and the movie. Um oh. but nonetheless, it's I don't have a number on any of these games that are not done, but right now IGN gave it a nine, and I would say as of right now, I'll give a fun overview when I'm done. But it's high nines. This is this is just an absolute delight.
0: Yeah, like you're not really nitpick. Anything that you were to criticize is a nitpick.
1: I have way more criticisms of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and again it's you know playing some of these modern games like you have stuff that you look at and go back and and i'm trying to have a more critical review with these you know these games that are coming out because we you know this has been such a crazy game year right and you know i'm not going to play starfield because i can't because i don't have an xbox but i don't that game was never going to interest me in the first place unless the reviews were absolutely crazy And uh, I'm not going to play Blander's Gate because that doesn't seem like the kind of game for me, but definitely getting a lot of buzz for a game of the year, and that's that's Mm -hmm. cool. Um, But I think this year, definitely for me, I've definitely played my fair share of games more than normal, and getting a PS5 was a big part of it. Um, But, you know, there is something still with the simplicity that the Nintendo offers you.
0: They... They know how to design fun. Yeah. I think it's I think it's as simple as that. Um, I think they've never really gone away from that. Um, we can obviously criticize subsects of Nintendo, like Pokemon Company International, for some of their ports and stuff like that. Um, but at the end of the day, when it's a first-party licensed game, Donkey Kong, I guess Donkey Kong's first party now, right?
1: Uh yeah, and that, and you know what I'm mad because I still haven't played Tropical Tropical Freeze yet, and that's okay. I'm at the top of my list.
0: Well, I'm gonna include I'm gonna include them anyways. I know it was a rare property. I know that's very complicated, but um, between the like, the Metroid game was Unstoppable. Uh, Zelda Unstoppable. Yeah, they
1: they have
0: Mario's Unstoppable.
1: Three game of the year candidates right now between Metroid, <laughs> uh, Zelda, and Mario yeah. Wonder
0: yeah basically
1: and rpg might get there
0: i mean who knows um, not to mention all the games that cater to younger fans like the various mm-hmm. toad games um or even the like like rabbits and, and and mario and the peach um,
1: game that comes out in february
0: yes exactly i have no literally no idea what kind of gameplay or what kind of game to categorize that as but i, I bought that for gonna...
1: my niece for christmas that was her, that's her christmas present
0: yeah, like I already, I already know that's going to be a huge hit amongst a certain demographic of people or a certain age of people.
1: You and believe that's really Peach's first game? Uh, I'm just surprised it took this that long is, for Peach to get her own. That game.
0: is, I mean, I mean, well, flip side, I mean, how to, how long, why did it take so long for Black Widow to get a movie? This is true. Um, yeah. And you know what? I think them if this is part of a larger strategy to introduce different kinds of characters at, at different kinds of genres for different kinds of characters for that people to get into with the, with the Mario skin and the Mario branding and the, the Nintendo stamp of quality on it, you know, for, for Toad to be more treasure puzzle games makes sense. Oh, And those games for... are so
1: fun playing the small ones in um 3d uh, 3d, Mario 3D yeah. Adventures or whatever it's called. The small Toad Tracker ones are so small, so fun because there's little Toad Tracker stuff in that game, and Toad uh, Toad uh, Tracker is like one of the on uh, my wish list games. In Donkey reviewing it too said like this game's absolutely just a joy to play, and I and I think it's just an easy game to you know if you had the TV running and wanted to kind of play as well.
0: I I played it. I I got it a long time ago. Oh, did you? Um, nice. Yes. But so, a tracker. you know, Toad being puzzle games, mainline Mario 3D games being like the advancement of the technology or the or the console makes sense. Luigi having a little bit of like a scarier kind of game, little action because it's more of an action game, right? Um, Wario having mini games, Daisy or Peach having games for young young kids, Donkey Kong being a really difficult platformer, like. The the i mean i kind of said that why don't they why don't they think about this but clearly that that clearly it's already been thought of right now we don't have like a waluigi game we don't have a or a a bowser game per se but think of how many genres that these characters have crossed over now into and of course you can't forget about the fighting the sports and the and the cart games like
1: yeah
0: yeah which are arguably like some of the most popular games in the whole world of all time so
1: it uh, mele-
0: just be like Me- melee which nintendo hates everyone playing well i don't yeah everyone hates everyone hates them playing it even though it's like the best suited for for online play and for competitive play but
1: yeah
0: um it's really hard not to support a company like nintendo i know that like some of their online offerings and stuff have been a little shitty and their pricing has been a little bit shitty but
1: when you're the, they, Their like, games don't need to go on sale because they are l- like you can play this Mario Wonder you'll be able to play this in 20 years and nothing will change and and the reason I can say that is because I can pick up Super Mario Brothers 3 <laughs> yeah. and nothing has changed so I can pick up Wonder in 20-30 years and like nothing has changed
0: It's funny like I've been watching and we talked about this a little bit yesterday or last week too about the idea of like AAA games and games contemporarily now they haven't really evolved much, right? We talk about um, these open-world games like Spider-Man, which seems so incredibly fun. The technology has pushed it to a, a state that we never would have thought possible. But at the end of the day, it's the same kind of basic framework as the original Assassin's Creed,
1: hmm.
0: with the exception of like really cool cutscenes and being able to swing from building to building. You're still jumping on top of buildings, looking for. F- feathers look jumping on top of buildings to uh to expose the map to see other things pop up to it right to trail mm-hmm. people to uh you know uh sneak up on people like that game type hasn't really evolved in 20 years
1: which it is hasn't. kind of why
0: i'm which is why i'm kind of over spending my money on these types of games not because I'm not interested in the characters or the story or the technology, but because I've already played it 50 times when you account yeah. for Arkham Asylum, the other Spider-Man game uh, horizon zeroed on is, is basically the exact same.
1: That's a great point too. And it, and it it shows for me too, because I bought Spider-Man physically so I could resell it. But when it came down to it, I really thought about, it. I bought Mario and digital because I'm like, even when this switch is outdated, and you know, I go to my Switch too. One day I'll pull out my Switch, like, "Hey, I got Wonder on here. Sweet." Yeah. And I won't oh, do yeah. that as fun as Spider Man is, and we'll talk about it in a second. I don't know how many times you're going to be like, "I'm going to go back and replay Spider Man." I'll be really thankful for the memories and the time I played with it, but I don't know how yeah. often I'm going to go back and play Spider Man in the way that I have with Uncharted or Last of Us. And it's nothing against the game again, and it could very well be game of the year. It's, I, and I'll talk about. It, I have nothing but positive things to say, but I have some negative things to say about it as well. But I, it's the same with Mortal Kombat, um, one like one of the down parts to it too. There's just not a lot to come back to. I would go back to the original trilogy, Mortal Kombat's, but I don't know how much I'm going to go back to that Mortal Kombat. And I and I think that's a big part of purchasing these games now too, because the games are ninety dollars for your higher consoles mm-hmm. than the Xbox and the PlayStation. Uh, and for Nintendo, they're 80 now. Um, but I looked at Mario Wonder, I was like, Yeah, I would replay Mario easily. Um, or I could play with other people down the road, Spider Man, and you know, these other games. You have to look at is it worth the full $90 price? And that's what's going into my reviews now, too, is the price. Because you know, when we were growing up, games were technically about 60 bucks, and I'm going in Canadian for our international American yeah. uh, viewers, just to add everyone
0: has the heads up. Everyone has the price that sticks out to them as being the normal price of games, yeah, wherever so 60, you're from. Yeah,
1: 60, 60, was for 60 me. was 60. our,
0: yeah, 60 that's was That's what price. I would buy
1: Madden for, or NBA back in the day, or whatnot, and now $90, like almost, more or less, like I said, with tax, it comes to 95 so you're pretty much paying $100 for a game. So I'm putting down $100, which is a lot of money for, I think, most people, especially in this economy, with everything going on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's no word of a lie. That's almost like in like six packs of bacon at <laughs> the radio, <laughs> right now. Um,
0: I actually, you know, I think you should skip like a review out of ten. Give it to me in packs of bacon. How many packs or, of bacon is this? Or game? eggs?
1: Or eggs? Yeah,
0: right. Blocks of cheese. Uh,
1: um. So yeah. Uh, any Any other questions you had about Mar before I go to Spidey? Well, you touched
0: on it really briefly in terms of replayability, and I know that online gaming has really changed how we think about it. But I can honestly not tell you the last time I really replayed a game I bought within the last 10 to 12 years. Um now I
1: did was uncharted four.
0: Now I'm a bit of a completionist, right? So a lot of times what happens is I play a game on one difficulty and then I'll play it again on the second difficulty to get the trophy, right? If that's if that's hard, I'll play it on hard, and then I'll unlock stuff or whatever. So I kind of play games twice, but in, a, in the span of like two weeks uh, or maybe three weeks or however long it takes me to actually, ha- actually beat it. But I basically never go back and boot stuff up just for the hell of it. And it kind of goes back to the the types of games I play ghost of Tsushima, spider-man god of war etc 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 once you beat this st- like so i complete all the side missions and stuff right once mm-hmm. i've beat all the side missions and obviously i've beaten the story ca- component of the game why would i ever go back to an open world that i've already beat everything yeah to walk around to drive a car to row a boat in god of war's case like no that's totally ridiculous um
1: Red Dead, and you so I'm trying to go back and do some stuff. Oh, Red like Dead, that,
0: that, well, the Platinum Trophy is like 0.01% of all gamers have ever Platinumed it. Like, it's basic. It's, it takes hundreds of hours to do it. I'm not willing to li- exist to live in that world as well as <laughs> my own world. And this isn't Ready Player One. Um, cause I, like, I've, I've played Crimson Skies two or three times. I've played Ninja Gaiden 10 times, probably. Yeah. Uh, but you notice it's it's like, the more well, games
1: that you probably went back
0: to. Well, even just like
1: like I had I had
0: 10, 15, 20 games for my original Xbox, but we played Jet Set Radio three or four or five times. We played I played Ninja Gaiden eight or ten times. Like, why would we why did we go back to those older games, that older game design? Like this is obviously before Red Dead Redemption was even a dream. Um and it's like there was just something so fulfilling about those older games because it didn't feel like it was just padding, um, yeah. and I think it's a it's probably a technological constraint, right? Because games were so much smaller back then, right? Uh, basically, levels were a lot smaller, and so in order to be entertaining, you really had to be good at one or two things in that level to draw to to keep people's attention, right? In case of Ninja Gaiden, it was like every every enemy was like a different way to fight them and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But in these open world games, you don't really have to be – they're sacrificing being really, really, really good at things for being really, really big. And and by big, I mean like tons of shit stuffed in it or crafting, collectibles, upgrade trees, costumes, um, cosmetics, voice lines, lore – audio recordings like those things didn't really exist because they didn't really need to they, they just didn't have enough, enough space or technology to make those exist back in the day
1: yeah
0: and now it's like now it's like a sign of quality right oh look how many audio logs there are i have never listened to a single audio log in a game ever and i know that's I like it, that, the only ones i really did was bioshock some of them played while you were some of them started playing while you collected them which i really yeah. appreciated right but if you if i had to collect you and then i had to go into the menu to turn you to to play you never yeah. happening not yeah. once and i i probably missed out on a lot of story and a lot of like enjoyment out of uh franchises that did that but like all i had to do was find it in the level press x to pick it up and i never thought of it ever again yeah that's why yeah, i don't really I- play that sort of stuff because there's no point to just walking up to things and pressing x
1: and that's why i think physical copies now are so more crucial, like, if you're going to make it digital. And that's why, like, for reviews now, I think a price goes into it. You know, when we used to do, like, you mentioned the last week with movies and do the $100 movie, I think that goes into it. And, you know, 18 is still a lot for a movie, at the theater, but I don't think of it as much with it. But when you're almost paying $100 for these games now, that has to go, I think, into a review for the most people. And the fact that the consoles, too, like, you know, Playstations are still going for, what, like, $600? Yeah,
0: something so. like
1: that. It's it's a you know it was a lot to buy this machine, and I've mm-hmm. bought four games on it now because they're so bloody much, and that's why you know getting PS now or if you're an Xbox person, you get an Xbox Game Pass is so much smarter.
0: Yeah, and it's, when and we talked we've talked about this many times. Once you get over the hump of like I don't need to play the game, everyone's going to have franchise that they're going to play. The first day it comes out. Yeah, 100%. Everyone should, right? You should ha- you should have things that you're excited about. But when I got over that hump and I was like, "Oh my god, I can just wait wait for things to go on Game Pass or 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 PlayStation Premium pa- like Premium Plus." Man, like I theoretically will save so much money. Like I just I I spent $10 on this Metal Gear Solid game that was regular 26. Why? Cuz I have an app on my phone that tracks prices and it told me when it went on sale.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: And I feel great about it. And you know what? Would I have loved to have played this two years ago when it came out, or three years ago, whenever it came out? Yeah, of course. But like I also didn't know about it back then. But at the same time, I also didn't want to pay for I'm I'm just like Blasphemous 2 came out, right? Yeah. I got Blasphemous One for seven dollars. I had way more than seven dollars worth of enjoyment out of it. Blasphemous two, forty dollars to start.
1: And see, that's where I made the mistake. Because remember, I bought Lego Star Wars day one. Still oh yeah. There. And now it's on sale for like 20 bucks. I, I got
0: it for I'm so mad. 60. So mad. I got it for 55 or 60 and That's I did hundred percent it. it, but I've, so I've mad. probably put, I probably put it. I probably got a dollar per hour of gameplay by the yeah. time I unlocked everything and built everything. And I'm really happy with it. But you're right, like, if we would have waited one year, one whole year, you'd be paying, like, 20, like 25% for it.
1: Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it sometimes, the Nintendo eShop, for like, 25 bucks. I'm like, I spent a full set of money on this, but <laughs> I needed it so bad, and I barely played it. I still haven't beat it. I think I'm only on Empire right now.
0: Ah, uh, you know what? Uh, the sequel trilogy level designs are really good. Oh, yeah, the, game, the, game, is,
1: the game is fun. It's and Now, like, now I'm obviously... Bogged down because I got Spidey to finish, Mario to finish, and then RPG comes out the week after that. I'm gonna get this Metal Gear collection because I never got to play Metal Gear before.
0: Those games, now they're not necessarily long, but the fact that there's like there's that there's three games plus two, two side story games, plus two portable games, like you're gonna have you you got uh, you got a lot of you got like a hundred hours probably just in those games alone.
1: So yeah, um uh, yeah, but the Mario Great, uh, Spidey. It's great. It's awesome. It's you know the, everything about it is is fantastic. Um, man, there's a lot of enemies at times.
0: It Holy looks crap. great. Like it, it just the fidelity of it. Like the the way that it pushes the PS five is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. It it seems like it's pretty flawless. Uh, I'm 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 excited that you're into it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you made the right choice for you to wait. I mean, like you said, there's some stuff I'm just going to pick it from day one. And this is always going to be now one. I, and I think sometimes it's not even about franchises for me now. It's also about developers, right? So some people, yeah. anything that From Software does, for example, now they're just going to be it, right? And whenever the next <laughs> yeah. software game is done, we're, it comes out, we're like, okay, that's From Software. I trust them number one for me is always going to be naughty dog it doesn't matter what not and i think that would probably be the last one for you if naughty dog comes with a game you still probably would do it day one i'd assume potentially
0: yeah and well
1: those
0: those kinds of games that they release they exhibit a different kind of of world for me like i really want to play armored core six but I really could not give two shits if if the story of Armored Core Six is ruined for me because it's really yeah. not about that, right? Like it doesn't it's, it's not going to make sense to me anyways. Um, but if you told me if you know, let's say Uncharted Five came out last week, and uh, you started telling me what happened in it, I'd be disappointed. I'd be like, oh man, like I Elaine I knew I shot. Have got shot,
1: Nathan's on revenge,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam and Nathan have a new brother they've never mentioned before. Um, yeah. Naughty Dog definitely exhibits that because Last of Us and Uncharted were both were both well, I mean, just culture in general is really tied to those franchises. Uh, in the story, more so than other games, right? Like, even if like there was a Red Dead Redemption three, that's kind of like a mid tier story game. Like you kind of play it for like the setting, you play it for mm-hmm. the adventure and the exploration. The story, the story of course, was certainly top tier, but. It didn't hit really didn't really hit me as much as uh as like Last of Us Two did, for example. So yeah. um yeah, Naughty Dog is up there. Uh I mean I can I can confidently say Bungie's not there anymore, 343's yeah. not there anymore. Although this these like updates to Halo Infinite in terms of the multiplayer seem to be phenomenal. And it's weird because it's going back to the Halo 3 maps, which is like, why is this like you're just you're just catering to our nostalgia, you're not making the game better um call of duty is the exact same thing like they have call of duty modern warfare 3 coming out in two weeks which is like the second or third time they've had a modern warfare 3 <laughs> oddly enough and i mean it's the same naming as mortal Kombat 1 like okay which which version of mortal Kombat 1 is it um yeah so you know and it's kind of like god of war i could have bought god of war ragnarok for my ps4 and i was really really close to buying it the first couple days it was out but I just told myself I really wanted to play it on next gen hardware I really wanted to enjoy it for what it was meant for Mm -hmm. and then you know and especially because when it came out there was a lot of you know it was the scalpers and the bots in the middle of the pandemic um, and I knew I was never going to be able to kind of reach that point I kind of grew like the longer it got the more okay I got with waiting and now I can just I'll just play it on Whenever I get a PlayStation Five Slim, I'll just get it on sale or on Game Pass, whatever, and I'm good to go.
1: It's on Game Pass right now. Uh, But I uh, want to.
0: That's like a that's a must play game for me that I'm not going to skip out on. Absolutely. So Santa Monica Um, is that that Santa Monica Santa Monica?
1: I would say would be in there. And I think Insomniac is there now. I mean, it it probably was already before because they make really good games, and it seems like they're going to do this Wolverine game. Is next on the agenda. Yeah. Um, so I would say, yeah, Insomniac is on my list now. If Insomniac makes a game, I am in.
0: Um, it's funny. Uh, I've seen a lot of comments related to Spider-Man, specifically about the Avengers game that came out last year. Yeah. The live service game and people just saying like, why was this Spider-Man game not the basis for a future Avengers game, right? You could then tie in Spider-Man with Wolverine. You can have another X Men game or whatever, and then you can have the Avengers game. Like, how great would it have been just to have a a single player Iron Man game? Oh my would God. have been like.
1: Well, there oh. is a heavy tease of one Avenger in this. So far, cool. yeah. A heavy. Now, do
0: you, do you know if they show up or not? Like, or is it just a tease?
1: Uh, okay, so I guess I'm going to get into the. Minus yeah, just spoiler, tell me. Just tell right? me it's I'm, okay. i I know you're cool, but just for people that don't want the yeah. game spoiled for them, so. You haven't really started Spider-Man yet and you're just like checking in. I'm going to spoil some starts from the early half of the game. So I and I don't know when we're not <laughs> going to talk. So maybe just skip to where, when you beat the game, come back um, anyway. So there's a part where, you know, Fraven is came to New York and his goal is to hunt down all the villains. Right. He looks at them okay. as the next task for him. So he's going after black cat, okay. black cat trying to escape. She finds something from the sanctum. They can like you, like, transfer to different through portals to different places and whatnot. Okay. She steals that and then wants to restore it. She travels to Paris to be with her girlfriend. Okay. Uh, and when you have it, then uh, Miles has it and he wants to uh, find Mr. Negative because Mr. Negative killed his dad, right? Uh-huh. Or part of killing his dad. And uh, he's about to use it. And then the thing, this is the way. And then Juan says, need to this back, rain check one and the doctor
0: ah uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Strange cool yeah,
1: yeah. and the symptoms in the game right it was in the last one as well
0: yes yeah exactly okay and I, Avengers Tower Tower's
1: a... there obviously too so yep yep heard about, about that um, so minor teases. and again Austin. I don't know I don't know how the game I literally just got the fucking symbiote <laughs> so uh, <laughs> which is I mean so you played Fallen You well you didn't play but you watched Fallen Survivor right and there's that part uh when cal goes to the base and finds bode and then he like sits out almost like he like rages out with the force right yes and it's fucking insanity and probably the most five five of the most fun minutes ever played in a video game my life was unbelievable yeah he
0: like he like almost touches the dark side or he skirts along it yeah yeah yeah
1: Yeah, and it's super super fun um that kind of happens when you get the symbiote (laughs) it's it's nuts
0: just so oped
1: oh my god it's so fun to be the symbiote before that i was like all about miles but when you get the symbiote it's like sorry miles it's all about the symbiote now
0: i'm just gonna squish people all over the place and just yeah one punch everybody
1: but like kind of like we talked about with um with mario it's like jump up jump down if i have the elephant i can i can use the trunk yay or i can kind of do this little thing it's like okay well this way i can do this but this way i can do this then i got my gadgets but also if i do this i can do this it's like oh my god there's so much stuff to remember and like there there yeah. literally was a boss battle well not a boss battle but like a bunch of cronies i had to face and like at one point i just looked at the screen and I and i had the pause i'm like okay there is 20 guys how the fuck am I going to do this? <laughs> like, I'm like, how am I going to like? And I was like, shorter in life. I'm like, and we've all been in those battles, right? In games, like, there's no way I'm going to beat this level. There's way too many guys, right? Yeah. And somehow I did. I'm just like, okay, like let's. And I, like I paused it, fit, figured everything out in my head, and went with it. But I would say, like, I think the the criticism for Insomniac for the last Spider-Man game was the bosses were too easy. Okay. I don't know if you found that in the last game. Yeah, they all relied
0: along. The only way you could damage them is if you like
1: did stuff. the
0: thing at the did the thing at the moment. You know, you had to like throw the Quick bomb back. Or you, yeah, exactly. Like I was, I was over those by the end of the game for
1: sure. Yeah. So Insomniac heard this and said, "Fuck you! Everything's going to be harder." <laughs> like, great. oh really? Great. <laughs> this is well... great. And I haven't faced Lizard, and I haven't faced craven yet even or venom so looking forward to whatever shit show those are going to be well it's one of
0: those things where these open world games they always tell you that like you can play any style you want right yeah but in reality the whole game kind of points you towards the direction of unlocking the entire skill tree right People get frustrated if you play a game that you can't unlock everything in the first time. Yeah. So in reality, you actually can't play many different ways. You kind of play one way with every with a little bit of everything, right? You know, playing any different way is a game that is really fully customizable, like an RPG like Baldur's Gate or Armored Core or something like that. Not really an action game, because like you can put all, you put all your skill points into things, but eventually you just keep getting more. You keep getting so many skill points. You have to spend them sooner or later, right? No one's, you're not going to, you're not going to not spend your skill points.
1: Yeah. And I think that's kind of obviously what this is, right. Of how where like, at first I was like, I, it's kind of naive, kind of resetting myself to like, Oh, I'm going to buy all the suits. I'm like, why are you buying the suits? Who gives a shit about suits? You need to spend money on gadgets and other stuff that you can do for this. So I think the one thing I really learned with Spider-Man for the last time is this game is a game about grinding in a way like it is as fun as the story mm-hmm. is do as many of those side missions before you go back to the story, because it will benefit you from the hordes of villains that you're going to face in this one. And it is good to, every time you see a crime, go fight the crime, right? Anytime yeah. you have those side missions before and go do those side missions because it will add up to your hero tokens and gear tokens and all this other stuff. And I would say, like, the one thing about these Spider-Man games is, and I'm sure this is what what's the um what's that one game like Shishami? Shishimi. You know what I'm talking about? The Sega, it's like, it's it's made by Sega, came out last year. Shimo. Shenmu? Shenmu, thank you. That has a lot of the side games too, right? Uh, the people- oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sorry. All the side missions in here are really fun. Like, and there's one side mission that I'm like, "Damn it, Spider-Man, why are you make me cry?" Like, story about like apparently maybe it's back to the last game. I don't know. I can't remember. It's been so long. But he had befriended a, a homeless man, and the homeless man was friends with all the birds, more or less, right? And he has this thing where he sits down with this homeless man. And the homeless man talks about his life. And then losing his job, and then losing his wife, and now he's on the streets, but he made peace with it and he's friends with the birds. And that, you know, he's going to go on to a different adventure in his life next, but he needs Spider-Man to free the birds, right? Okay. So uh, Spider-Man finds, like, a new place for the birds and he comes back to see the old man, to say goodbye to him, and the old man passed away. But he was happy Ooh. because that was his last act and he wanted to know his birds were free. And they have, like, this, like, kind of acoustic guitar song called Free Bird. As you're like gliding and swinging away, I'm like and that mission was like a five minute mission, ten minute mission. I'm like, I get back, I'm like, holy shit, Spider Man, like I didn't sign up for this shit. You
0: know what? That seems like such a cool one shot of a comic, you know? That'd be like one of those yep. three dollar comics where it's ten, twenty pages that just tells a story that just is a day in life of Spider Man. That's exactly what we're hoping. That's what exactly what I'm hoping for. Is just more stuff like that, less There's stuff. Another of- one
1: so you find this this woman loses her grandfather right and she's like telling like i took him for granted and like spider-man's finding all these clues and stuff like that and she's like a note and his hat Uh and whatnot and she's like talking to spider-man on the phone because like the app that you can find people she's like i took my grandfather for granted and but my grandmother passed and i didn't realize how much i loved him and then he just finds the grandfather like on this bench just looking at the ocean with the lake and Seeing the ducks and talking about life and not to take advantage of like this fucking game, what is going on in Zombie? <laughs> Why does she really, get so uh... deep with this shit? And there's another one uh, that I did where the girl that Miles kind of likes um, that uh, is deaf and um, someone is um, doing graffiti in all these walls. And she's going over, she's an artist, right? And she's redoing all this stuff. So you kind of get these kind of fun mini games where you shake the controller to get a spray can to redo it. And she finds the one uh, artist that's doing the graffiti all over the place and like xing the graffiti and stuff like that so she's painting over. And um, she finds that this artist hates her art and hates herself and everything like that. And then Miles' his friend like, has this deep talk, like your art matters and anything that anyone does as art is important and it's part of the fabric of New York City and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, this game is starting again. I'm no more fucking side missions. What are you on yeah. at Samyak?
0: It's almost like a game of just those kind of side missions would just be like, forget all the craven stuff, like that's the kind of stuff that I like where it just advances not necessarily the plot but my understanding of the character. Well, um, and it yeah. really reminds me of our experiences with Red Dead Redemption, too, where mm-hmm. we're like, did you see the did you do the one where this like did you have to rescue the guy from the prison where you took the dynamite and you're like, well, I didn't do it that way. I like broke in with the yeah. uh, and that's kind of the differences in these two games, where, where Spider-Man's doing a great job of telling us stories that are very much like what you'd see in a comic book. And Red Dead Redemption was kind of allowed you to... Like, that's a game that allowed you to be to do freedom, right? The true freedom yeah. of to be whatever character you want to be. Spider-Man has to kind of still fit into the Spider-Man box.
1: There has been a few glitches at times, though. Like, where if... like Especially in the rooftop fights, where... I'd fight, but then one boss got thrown... Uh, a guy got thrown to the ground and it didn't spawn that he got killed. Oh, so yeah. The, the fight would go and I wouldn't get my tokens for the fight, and that's happened like two or three times to me. Same fight or
0: different fights?
1: Different fights that didn't spawn, so I'm like, well, fuck it. I guess I'll just go because I there's no point waiting around here. Um, and again, too, like, you know, if you've done this, like done Arkham and done in the past Spider-Man Games, the combat as fun as it is and i do enjoy it can get really kind of repetitive at times
0: yeah i know that eventually what eventually what i just did was i found out which which were the combos that took people out the fastest
1: yeah that's what i'm doing. Um,
0: yeah. and that's kind of the sad part about playing as however you want because i'm just game i would just gamify it to do like so of course, like takedowns are always fun, whether it be as Batman or Spider-Man or as an assassin or a ninja or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have, you know, six guys and you can take out four at once without them even noticing, and then you have, you just have to face two more, which you can use like the web shotguns for to shoot them against like a, a door. And like, you can be done in eight seconds. I was kind of like, damn, like that is really cool. Cause that's kind of like, what something like a, like a real Spider-Man would do. From a gameplay element, I just found I was abusing that move, those moves over and over and over again.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, there is, you know, I actually, the, the first Spider-Man, you and I played simultaneously, so we both experienced it together, that first one. Um, and, you know, when you get the swing through the city the first time, you can't have that. that <sighs> you can't have that. No. The first time you do it, it's like, holy shit. And it's still great, and the web wings are really, really cool. I think that's kind of the experience this this time is, Flying with the web wings, especially over um going past the Brooklyn Bridge or the Manhattan Bridge or whatever, and going over the bed of water, it's a really f- cool experience to, to have that ability to fly over it.
0: Definitely. Well, that's what like, that's what that game does better than anything else, is just the traversal. Like you don't even want to fast. Tra- I mean, I eventually started fast traveling a lot, but you don't really want to fast travel when movement is that fun.
1: And uh the story, no, no shocker, it's Spider-Man, it's good. It's pretty hard to fuck up Spider-Man at this point.
0: Well, I I was going to bring this up earlier. Um, So there's just a few events in different heroes' lives that we don't really necessarily need to see all the time. And it's like Batman's parents being killed, Uncle Ben Ben being killed. I'm kind of at the point now where I don't need to see Spider-Man get the symbiote anymore.
1: Yeah, I think after this. Well, we're going to get it in Secret War as well, so...
0: I'm kind of over that what I'd really like is to for him to be the man spider that was a really cool part of the comic or the the yeah. TV show from the 90s yeah. that I liked but in terms of like symbiote spider-man I know he gets angry black suit the bell the vibrations blah 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 Eddie Brock like at this point in my spider-man media in ingestion we could those events and just go well, straight have, to Venom. We
1: have no Eddie Brock in this, right? This Eddie Brock is not Venom. And I thought well, it's I knew gonna be Harry, right? But I don't I don't know who Venom is now. I don't know who he is.
0: They really set it up that it's gonna be Harry, right? It's
1: not Harry.
0: Oh, who is it?
1: I don't know. I'm wondering if it's Craven. Craven
0: as Venom seems to be, would be very, very OP'd. Yeah.
1: because harry so harry has so this is again major spoilers here so harry has a symbiote to cure him from whatever thing he has right i think his mom died of some disease and i don't know if they say what she died of in the first game i think it was cancer maybe i don't know uh but she dies of something and apparently harry has whatever she has but the symbiote makes him feel better right so but he goes and does a fight with uh saves spider-man more or less on coney island and the armor that he has is closer to Agent Venom than Venom Venom. And then Agent um, Venom. I gotta
0: look this up really quick. So you keep talking. That's Flash
1: Thompson. That's Flash Thompson. As, oh, as okay. Agent Venom. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then they're in a fight. Uh, when you get to do a Mary Jane mission, which actually this Mary Jane mission was much fight. That was another criticism. Of the last game. The Mary Jane missions were not fun. This time you get a taser, and it actually was a lot more fun through do the Mary Jane mission. Um but anyway, she's
0: so, ugly now hey like you got to oh really God, take points me. you got to take points off for the fact that she was based off of a real actress's face
1: he's fine um and then um but craven in the in the heat of everything i don't i love the one thing i would say with spider-man is he when he doesn't have spider sense whenever it's convenient for anybody right? <laughs> so one time he's like well, oh, that time spider sense didn't go off so craven stabs him when he turns around, he walks right into Craven's Knife and gets stabbed. Peter Parker does. And okay. uh Peter Parker dies.
0: This is and, in the game.
1: This is in the game. And then Harry okay. and Mary Jane are on top of him. And the symbiote takes over Peter's body and brings him back to life.
0: And like heals him and stuff.
1: And heals him, and then the knife falls out ah, and everything. Okay. So I don't know yet if the symbiote leaves him if he dies. I don't know. Because that he's always under as I have right now.
0: I was was under the impression that Spider Man had like really fast healing, anyways.
1: That's what I thought. But so, yeah, he got stabbed by Kraven and he 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 died. But the symbiote brought him back to life. So, in that though, the symbiote left Harry. Right. And at least at this point, I don't know if that's why I thought. Oh well, Harry is Venom, and the Insomniac developers were very clear that Eddie Brock is not Venom.
0: Interesting.
1: So I don't know who Venom is now. I am wondering if it is Kraven.
0: That's your that's your theory, anyways.
1: My theory is you have a normal boss battle with Craven, and then the symbiote overtakes him and he becomes that venom. But in 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 some of the more recent comics, Harry yeah. has been the core venom. Interesting. And it gets to a deeper you know, spot that- too where Norman Osborn and the goblin mix with venom, and it just is it's a it's a rough going for Peter.
0: Dang. Okay. I mean, there's just so many different kind of versions of the Spider-Man lore that I'm not very familiar with, um, but always seem kind of interesting. Like, there's so many offshoots of Venom, right? Like, obviously we know Carnage and we know yeah. some of the other ones, but uh, and like
1: Poison there's so many and, different and, spiders well. now, like Scarlet Spider and Yeah, Spider and Agent Venom. Like, there's a the whole spider family now, right?
0: And I'm wondering if it's kind of like. I I kind of, prefer, did I prefer it when all these different Spider-Mens had their own universes and didn't have like a Spider-Family?
1: Well, what like, they do, Sp- Miles needs a name. Miles needs a name.
0: Rather than just Miles Miles Morales.
1: Well, he's, he's Spider-Man. I'm like, yeah, but Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Like, even with Gwen, no, she went to Ghost Spider now, right? And Spider-Gwen is cool, yeah. but Ghost Spider is pretty badass. I'm like, Miles Miles needs a needs a spider name, <laughs> even Spider Man twenty ninety nine, right? I guess we call it Miguel more or less, but still,
0: yeah. Well, I guess the question is like, what do they does what what does what do the characters in the Spider Verse call Miguel O'Hara? They don't call him Spider Man twenty ninety nine, call do him they? Miguel.
1: They call him Miguel.
0: Yeah, but what about the people who don't know his like real face and real name? Like, what do they call him, Spider Man?
1: Yeah, I guess. I'm well, in I mean, this yeah, game too, right? like Mary Jane calls Miles Spider-Man.
0: It sounds like everybody could use a spider name other than Peter, if we're being
1: honest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That can be when you when you become famous, when you become like a famous screenwriter or comic book you, writer or game designer. Game I'm yeah,
1: take it over for IGN.
0: <laughs> can you please like really advocate for a spider name verse?
1: I will do it. Okay. Sounds good. We'll do it. Uh, and the all the uh, really cool thing too is there's suits from Spider-Verse in the game that are built like the Spider-Verse animation. So when I picked Spider-Noir, holy shit did it trip me out.
0: Just rain and just I had I had to
1: change it. I had to change it because it was like the animation, exactly animated animation from Spider, uh, from Spider-Verse. I'm like, this is tripping me out too much. I gotta change this. This is weird. They have Miles, and they have, I think, Peter B. Parker's in there as well.
0: That's super cool. I mean, it's such an easy promotional tie-in to do stuff like that, so it's like, why, like, you might as well.
1: I don't know, again, I don't know if Gwen is in here or something. I I had heard some rumors that the next game was going to be a Spider-Verse game, which makes sense, and I'm sure if you were saying you're sick of the symbiote, I guess part of me is... I want Spider-Verse to finish, but I think that's going to be a thing that's going to get overdone now is Spider-Verse.
0: Um, well, just any, any verse ever is it, or not ever, but any verse why, from this point it's on, why it's even just talking point. Kind of I
1: talked to uh, our friend Jermaine and got his Mortal Kombat review. Yeah, and uh, not, I, I will get back to Spider-Man, but just because we were bringing up the, the Multiverse stuff, and his review of Sp- uh, Mortal Kombat is like, he he didn't like the end story either, the boss battle stuff like I talked about, the gauntlet of not like having a, a main boss, and the multiverse stuff was wasn't a fan of either. Um, and then he he kind of comported it best off, kind of kind of the stuff that we were talking about is like, if you don't do online, why the fuck are you play Mortal Kombat after you beat the story? <laughs>
0: Straight from the horse's mouth.
1: Yeah. Like. And it's the Might same
0: thing see. like racing, like even like kind of like racing games too. Like, I get like, I get practicing on uh, by yourself and with the ghosts and stuff like that, and like you know, getting leveling up and getting different parts for your cars. But, like, why would you not? Why are we not playing that online?
1: Yeah, exactly. Just weird to me, but
0: hey, whatever.
1: Uh, ask some questions about Spider Man.
0: Um, what is Miles Morales' spider name in your
1: opinion? I don't know. I. I... He, I, I think they had one in the Disney XD one for him, and I can't remember what it was. Scarlet really? Spider is such a dope-ass name. Superior Spider-Man, maybe. But no one's going to call him superior, did, superior Spider-Man, right? Yeah,
0: did they? Like, I know a lot of the Spider-Mens of of the past were always kind of named after their comic books, right? The Invincible, like, it was... Sorry, it was like, yeah, you know, you're right. Uh, Incredible Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, um, Superior Spider-Man, but like, they were never called that in the books right it was just like that it was like that was their code name for the timeline it was ben in
1: riley was called scarlet spider there's one hey. called like con or something and he like is a spider-man clone of peter it, again, it's, yeah oh, weird yeah, it's something okay called, yeah again it's from the disney xd one i tried there's a lot of lore within there um I, w- I do hope that Gwen is in the game. That's the one thing I would say that I wish that Gwen was more part of this universe right now.
0: Doesn't mean she can't be teased for the third one, right? I no. guess it's like, that's re- realistically, um, you would play as Venom, you'd play as Spider-Gwen.
1: I, I did um, make me realize, like, how much Sony has dropped the ball. Because <laughs> you really can make a really good cinematic universe just with Spider-Man. There's just so much lore between Silver Sable and Black Widow and everything you can do, Black Cat, sorry, uh, and everything you could do with that. Like, you know, the fact they did Madam Web instead of Black Cat or Silver Sable was their go-to. Like, You know what, Madam Web, not Silver Sable and everything that's cool with that or a Felicia Hardy story. Let's do Morbius and Madam Web. I oh, don't we're forget do.
0: the don't forget the Craven one that's coming out where he has the blood of a lion in him or something like that.
1: Yeah. Um. I, but
0: remember, I, but remember, I, it's the rush to join it with the MCU. So they, yeah, You know they're In they're a perfect. You know what, though, in a perfect world, if every single major character started out the same as Iron Man in 2007, and we got an MCU Spider Man mcu iron man mcu hulk like by the time by the time 2023 rolls around characters like madame webb would make sense characters like yeah. scar would make sense characters like i don't know the mandarin would make sense
1: yeah
0: um but all of these rushes just to put them on screen together with mixed results has really led us to like you're right because spider-man like we like the hydro man stuff with like the clone of of mary jane like would have been like wouldn't that be a twist for a movie yep but we're never we're never gonna get it now because we need to have make sure spider-man and madam web spider-man can get back to whatever universe he's from because madam web can run on the webs of time which is sydney sweeney or some bullshit like that i don't freaking know like i
1: think sydney sweeney is going to be spider woman i think I think Dakota Great. Johnson is Madam Web. awesome. So I'd really. questions about the game.
0: Um. Hmm. What kind of like side villains have you fought so far?
1: Just Wraith so far, which was Yuri. The last game, right? And
0: Yuri Watanabe, or something. I, right?
1: I'm so sick of these boss battles. Like, it seems like I don't know. I think Sekiro was the first one that did it, but that, oh, the boss is dead. You beat it. Just kidding. Full life bar. Fight him again. I'm like, I'm so sick of this. This, this, this stick. Like, can we just fight uh, sec- one time and then we're
0: done? Sekiro is not the first, it was very much a thing alive in the Super yeah. Nintendo era.
1: I'm so sick um, of this shit. I'm so sick of it. Yeah, I hate it's
0: it. uh, it is it is rather frustrating because it makes it makes you feel underpowered. And if they're so powerful or so had so much endurance, why why are why are you even able to kill them in the first place? Well,
1: and the worst is too. Like I I ran into this in Fallen Survivor with the Vader fight. Right, you get like three cutscenes. In right, of of a fight. Like, you fight them, cutscene. You fight them, cutscene. You fight them, cutscene. Life bar's going down all this time, right? And then you lose, let's just say. And it's like, okay, then you gotta go all the way back, and then you get, and yeah. you gotta do the cutscenes again, and you can't skip them, and it's like, you're already pissed because you lost the boss, and you have to listen to the same dialogue again. It's like, I don't give a shit. I just want to beat this boss now.
0: Well, it, it makes... It brings up a really good conversation. We don't have time for it now, but it brings up a good conversation of the idea of checkpoints and like game design and how it's evolved over time. Like in my mind, if you have a cutscene, that should be a checkpoint. Yes, the end. Um, and if you want to have a really really hard boss that's three life bars long. I'm okay. I'm relatively, I'm okay with it. I'm not, I'm not going to argue too much about if it's too hard or not. But like, if you want to have a really hard boss, that's fine. And if you want to make it, don't, not make have any, any checkpoints in it, you have to do all three health bars at once. You can't give me a check. You can't give me a cutscene in between. Like, I'm sorry. Because I, or, or, Something that we sh- that should be done with with games a lot is the first time you watch it should be unskippable. Yes. Just and then every other time you should be able to skip it. You should just hold a button or push a button and you should just skip it.
1: Yeah, the Vader fight, there was one part of that, the cutscene, it's like two minutes. I was like, oh, just pass. And then with the with the wrath fight, the first fight is four cutscenes and the second one is three or four. It's like I don't wanna have to keep on Watching these over and over because you're also pissed at that point too as a gamer, right? Like you're mad you lost. You want to beat this person, and sometimes you may not have gone to the cutscene two scenes later because you're so pissed off. They're like, "Shit, now I can't even get to the cutscene now for this boss battle." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I, those, it's
0: like those are like that's a layer of game design that you would think we figured out by now that like is just common practice. Yeah. You, you know and it's like when when those things don't show up automatically i find it really weird like it's just quality it's like quality of life things you know like or for example like a pause menu you know how some games have a pause menu that doesn't pause like what's going on in the game you can get hit and die in the pause yeah. menu like what a who made up whoever made that idea needs to die
1: yeah that's not ideal I, I i will say you know me i am guns a blazing type of gamer right like i just yes, go fucking heads in I really enjoy stealth in this game. And I, yeah. I find myself trying to do more stuff against big groups of villains in stealth more than I ever have. And there's this cool feature where you get to kind of set like a web kind of um, line that you can walk across at times. Yep. So you can like hit it at times uh, like up high and you can kind of try to do some stealth kills Yep or I guess not kills attacks. Spider-Man doesn't kill even though you throw people off buildings on this but I'm <laughs> um, sure. I I really have enjoyed doing the fact I was on a phone call today. I'm like I can't during this phone call, I don't want to pause the game. I just want to finish this battle cuz I I have in my mind I hate leaving this PS5 running cuz you never know this fucking thing, right? But how it overheats and all the stories you hear, right? So, like, if I'm not going to play the game, like, let me kind of dick check. With the PS4, I could pause it for, like, an hour and not give a fuck. PS5, not a goddamn chance I'm doing that
0: shit. Really? Not oh, it's too bad.
1: I'm too scared to do it, but anyways, it was on this phone call that I had to take, but I didn't want to be, like, buddy mashing all the time.
0: Yeah, the clicking.
1: So I'm like, okay, well, the only way I can do this is if I have to stealth. And there was, like, a good, like, 30 villains uh that I had to do with this one compound and I got every single one of them stealthily because like okay I have to I have to do stealthier I don't have a choice uh and it was funny because like you kind of hang them from the the line after that and I took a picture yeah. I'll have maybe I'll put it up as a graphic for this pod and there is like it's it's pretty hilarious we have all these friends hanging from this line
0: nice well hey like I kind of I worked on those skills a lot in the Arkham series yeah, because they all had they all had guns, right? So it was like you needed to kind of pick them off one by one, or sneak out and and knock them out from behind, um, which you can then use to lure other people exactly like this game. But uh, mm-hmm. it was so annoying because Batman doesn't have guns on himself, just like Spider-Man doesn't. Like if they see you from fifty feet away, they're just going to shoot you. They're not going to run up to you so you can punch them. They're not going to make it easy on you, right? So you have to yeah. take them out by stealth or sneak up behind them or whatever. so
1: yeah.
0: uh, I mean, if you can play those kinds of games, you're ready for Metal Gear Solid.
1: Ready. Uh, so, yeah, I have enjoyed the stealth kind of stuff. But I, I would say, you know, something bad with it is just again, like, sense of repetitiveness you know, at times. Um, the map is not definitely limited. that You get thrown into this game. Holy fuck, do they throw you into this game. You start oh, this yeah. and you do a boss fight against Sandman. You were oh, in wow. this shit. You were cool. in it like right away. Like and like the last time you, did, you had that boss fight with Kingpin, right? That yeah. was you know whatever. But this is like big, like triple A level boss facing the Sandman, and he's like fucking a, a kaiju. <laughs> like how big he is.
0: <laughs> he's like a hundred stories tall. It's awesome. Yeah,
1: and so you're and you're learning all these new mechanics with Miles and Peter right at the end i'm like holy like i just wanted to swing around for a little bit i didn't want to go right into a boss battle nope Nope. you're in the shit nice i'm happy yeah so again i don't have a review of it but i would say like ign's review of an eight ish probably not far off
0: yeah you know what it just seemed it's it seems like for all the amazing things that it's it's capable of doing It just seems like it's held back a little bit by just kind of like busy work in some cases. There's
1: something Um, about it. I just can't put my fingers on of like, and it's funny because like, you know, we we talked about last week with IGN, giving it at eight and saying like, yeah, it's the best Spider-Man game ever played. And it is, it is. But I think the difference is the first Spider-Man game gets a higher rating because it was so different at the time with everything. Yeah, I copied a lot of stuff from Arkham arkham walks with spider-man could run in, in many ways you could not yeah. say but i yeah. think that game was so revolutionary in in many different ways of what you could do with spider-man and, mm. and other games this does, does it follows the same pattern it's just as good as miles or spider-man um but there is just i don't know there's just something maybe extra missing and everything about it i i i have nothing but glowing reviews the the side missions are fun, like I talked about. There's some really cool stories. Um, the main story itself is really enjoyable. The combat is is great. I feel like it's more adapted in the skill trees and everything. There's a lot of these games that give you the RPG level skill tree and whatnot and upgrading gadgets. And it's very confusing, like Deathloop. I found incredibly confused of how you right, it yeah, off, which is why I stopped playing Deathloop. Because I just found it very confusing and not helpful. This game is very helpful to the gamer. It'll tell you at times... When you can use buttons that you need to use, you can turn it off, obviously, if you want to, but you know, at times when you can get like that super combo and you push like triangle and oh, I believe it is. It lets you know you can do that. It lets you know, like, hey, this would be a good time to use your web wings. This would be a good time to do this. Hey, you have this supercharged. It's really good to the gamer to have this kind of stuff for you. Uh, I think that's that's huge to have for this game. So I really enjoy it. But again, there's maybe something missing. I don't know. <laughs> as you play more
0: and more of it, or you do the same actions over and over again, that's what will probably turn that switch on in your mind where you're like, Oh, I know what's annoying about this game. Cause like, you know, especially at the first time playing something, it's really fun. It's really, you know, it's just so eye opening. It's great to kind of to experience it for the first time or in your case, you know, kind of like the second time with miles Morales and, and Spider-Man one. Um, but when you when like what you've kind of mentioned, like when you can't skip cutscenes or when you've already played the game once and you already know how to do everything and you like can't turn off certain tutorial sections, it's like that's the kind of quality of life stuff that we criticize. That's like okay, game design should be a little bit higher quality than that. And that's what that's what docs marks in reality.
1: And I find at times too, like my hand does hurt after some of those boss battles.
0: <laughs> well, you, my friend, have like quit the death grip when you play games. So that would make I sense.
1: I do. I feel bad for my controllers. Just your uh, controllers. Yeah. That's all. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but overall, yeah, I, I it, it's been a fun week. I mean, we're, we're in a really privileged time to have these two great games that we have right now. I mean, a great year overall. Like I don't think it's been a particularly good year for film. It's been a, you know, start of the year was fantastic for TV. Obviously it's trailed off a little bit stretcher. this gaming year. Huge. I mean, We've had a we've had a handful of good gaming years when we've done uh, this pod and especially doing e squared, um, but this this is going to be one of the big ones. And I and I right now, I mean, I would assume Breath, uh, not Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom will win Game of the Year, which is the one game I haven't played. <laughs> um, right. But I'm assuming Tears of the Kingdom will play. But there's a lot of contenders that deserve uh, recognition this year. But it probably will be Tears of the Kingdom.
0: Something tells me Baldur's Gate has a really big. Really? It has. I don't like, I have no inside information. I haven't really been looking at threads or anything like that or subreddits, but just like the splash that that game had and that people were able to, like, the stuff that people were able to do over the course of like 100 hours and like still not see everything yet. And there's like hidden stuff in the code that people are finding.
1: Oh, yeah. That's cool.
0: Seems crazy. It just seems absolutely mind blowing. It's almost like remember like when The Witcher 3 came out, people were like, this mm-hmm. game is too big. Yeah. That's kind of how Baldur's Gate feels, seems like.
1: Um, I would say the biggest disappointment is probably is Starfield this year's um what's the word I'm looking for? Cyberpunk. Ooh, well
0: that cyberpunk DLC apparently has made cyberpunk amazing. Oh, Diablo 4 biggest biggest flop yeah, of the year for I guess sure
1: that yeah that was bad too
0: yeah definitely definitely diablo 4
1: that, the I, AW that i've seen game. so far and the aw game on my side of things that flop we, mm. it, it had a side when we had three of us like yeah we're gonna play it and then reviewers got a handle of it like wait a minute this sounds yeah yeah
0: not, <laughs> yeah, not a single person is them getting it
1: and then none of us bought it except for our buddy joel and joel got his like it's fun. It's, it was like me with Crystal Skull. It's good. It's good. Okay, well, you know, it yeah. has some issues, but like, hey. And now he's like, yeah, no, the game sucks.
0: So here's just a list of critically acclaimed titles. This is off Wikipedia, right? This is just from this year, okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, this is this is in order of average score on Metacritic. So Zelda, Baldur's Gate, uh, there's another Witcher 3 version, okay? Uh, Metroid Prime. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 4, Tetris right. Effect, uh, Super Mario Bros. Cocoon, I want to play that. I'm waiting for a sale. Uh, Street Fighter 6, Xenoblade, mm-hmm. CSRs, Turbo Overkill, uh, Diablo 4, which should not be that high. Um, and then the, the Cyberpunk one. So, like, that's a lot of. And then Spider Man 2, that's a lot of games. in like you're the Nightfall like Fallen
1: Survivor, which will get some stuff, nods for some stuff.
0: Yeah, it may not be a 90 on Metacritic, but it's still going to be really, really freaking good.
1: Mm-hmm. One of the best overall gaming years and one of the worst gaming sports years.
0: Well, I think people are just getting sick of the whole loot box bullshit.
1: Yeah, I am. I'm done. Like we talked about last week. So, um, I mean, Tears of the Kingdom, you would say, is I mean, Tears of the Kingdom of Walter Gage is probably the two for you that's going to win yeah. the, of the year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And because, and because I think Breath of the Wild already did a bunch of that stuff when it came out, I think it's Baldur's Gate's turn.
1: Hey, cool. I don't know much about the game, but it seems like people are enjoying it, so they, that's great. I, I always hate this bullshit, like, that's not the game I played and the game I liked, so that game sucks. Yeah, right? Like I, I don't know much about Baldur's Gate other than the buzz I hear get here and there, so hey, man, that's cool. Like If, that's, if that wins game of the year for the gamers that are really enjoying about it, all positive, all love, that's great.
0: And you know what? Like it's like the Oscars too, right? Like it's yes, it's fun to win the title or the award, but it doesn't change what people think about it at the end of the day. Like you might sell some more copies because it's the game of the year, but that doesn't make you the that doesn't make you gonna be the game that's gonna last the longest, which might be Wonder or Zelda or
1: the, something else. The, the one thing I will say, and you know, I talked more about the replayability of older games, I will say like the story driven ability of, you know, these AAA games, rather be Fallen Survivor that I played, Mortal Kombat, Until the Multiverse bullshit, uh, or even, you know, what I've done for Spider-Man, like the storytelling, like this is better than some of the movies or TV shows we're getting. And, you, you know, we're starting to see now video games get more recognition for it, but man, the creative directors and the storyboard tellers and the voice actors, man, they deserve way more recognition than they ever get for some of these stories that are getting told in these games.
0: That is such a great point to end on. Like it's it's huge. Like the like, and you know what? Like very very few of them actually become household names. Like the Nolan Norths, the Troy Bakers, the Corey Balrog who did uh, God of War. Those and those are just some of like the that's like that's you know Hideo Kojima right. But like. Mm -hmm. There are some, or, or or Ken Levine, but there are so many other people out there who make this stuff that we take for granted. Like, I don't know who did Spider Man, but I would like no. to eventually.
1: No. Uh, by the way, Laura Bailey, our uh, former Abby, is MJ in this.
0: Hey, awesome.
1: Maybe that's why people are hating on MJ because they still have to <laughs> get over their Abby hate.
0: Oh my goodness. You know what? As a character, they really grew on me. I, I don't necessarily have to like Abby but I pre- I really respect them as a character. Craig
1: Mazin teas that they have cast Abby already.
0: I, well, I think what it what seems, that, seems that everyone wants Florence Pugh to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Apparently Is that she's cast as Rapunzel as well, so I don't know if those will clash at all.
0: Oh, I don't know how you could do both, man. Rapunzel definitely doesn't have big arms. No,
1: she's going to have to get jacked. <laughs> uh, she can hide behind
0: yeah. like, a frilly dress, I suppose
1: yeah what a year for spider-man between uh spider-verse and this
0: oh hell yeah absolutely uh, which is like yeah. it's it's funny because like it, it you know spider-man's like one of those things like he's on the same level as batman and superman but like yeah. it seemed like he re- really kind of forgot about him for a little while and i think that maybe that's because of like the problems with uh like marvel comics and almost going bankrupt maybe but
1: andy and i um, talked about this uh two pods ago uh of the most recognizable superheroes in the world, most popular, and I think Spider Man is number one now. I think he has passed Superman.
0: You know what? It's so it's so 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 hard to like. You're I, it's almost like tiers, right? It's like athletes. Like tier one superheroes are Superman, Batman, Spider Man,
1: Wonder Woman. Wolverine? That's
0: probably. Wolverine might be tier 2. Yeah. Might be tier 2. But like exactly, we're arguing like I think the top nuances. 5, that's the top 5 though, right? It's Spider-Man,
1: yeah. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Wolverine.
0: Uh in some yeah, 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 yeah. I mean and I guess the other thing too is like who are we who are we targeting because there's a whole generation of kids who's who Avengers are the most popular superheroes to them when back in the day for us iron man was like a b-level character he was not that popular
1: um yeah i guess the one thing that the 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 dynamic thing i think too is when you get into the lexicon right like and that's where superman and spider-man are there because you'll say oh he was swinging around like spider-man or hey he's as strong as superman right like there's not really a Batman superlative that you're going to just throw into everyday conversation Really, well he's
0: the dark Knight he's yeah. you know he's the world's greatest detective like, there's yeah. so many things that you could say about that about bats that it doesn't really
1: matter yeah. and he's been he, like, like, no one's gonna, he was yeah. he was detecting around like he was Batman. <laughs> but people say oh he was swinging around like he was spider man or like yeah, he's as strongest Superman.
0: very fair point
1: but i get you know i see what you're saying or oh hey yeah she's a wonder woman anyways um so there's those two games and it's uh it's you know not done yet like you mentioned dev um call of duty coming out we still have super mario rpg remake that i'm very excited for and i'm sure there's a bunch of other stuff that i'm forgetting right now that's coming out soon
0: <laughs> probably we'll get to it when we get to oh, it
1: alan wake which i never played but oh, holy crap, yeah. the reviews have been good
0: yeah 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 that's a franchise that's like why didn't why didn't they take advantage of these sequels when it first came out mm-hmm. but hey people are very excited for alan wake it's like a very cult classic
1: game and then we head into 2024 with uh a new nintendo system ps going to the slim and uh just a lot of more exciting things uh probably, i i we better freaking get a naughty dog game at least announced next year
0: and uh, xbox now or i guess microsoft owns activision blizzard
1: woohoo mm-hmm. yeah I, i'm i'm happy for i mean it, it i'll end on this the the fact that we still have the console war stuff is such such so stupid who cares who cares you know like i saw a bunch of xbox like who cares about spider-man like we got this and then like who cares if you got an xbox and that's for you great you got a PlayStation, and you got that cool. If you got a Nintendo, cool. If you're PC Master Race, cool. Like, let's just all kumbaya be <laughs> on, man. It's, it's all good, brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, now this is where we play some like Bob Marley to end the podcast. One we'll love, baby. New,
1: One love. We'll be able to play the new Beatles song over it in, in a week. Oh, my God.
0: Okay. Yes, we will. AI Beatles.
1: All right, everyone. Thanks so much for turning into electronic enhancement. Until next time, folks. That's Seven Seal. I'm Joshua Arbuthnot. Cheers, and enjoy your game.
0: for listening to the Fresh Tape Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Tape 42.